WPHT, WPHT, HD, WOGL, HD3, Philadelphia. Always live on the free Odyssey app. From the Sherry Hill Volvo Studios, where relationships matter. Live and local from Philadelphia. Free speech lives here. Here. It's Kale and Company on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. And away we go, live on this Wednesday, October 4th. It is indeed Kale and Company here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHD. Always live on the free Odyssey app as we head until 10 o'clock this morning. 855 839-1210, the phone number, Twitter and Instagram, the radio station at 1210WPHT. I am at Nick Kale, K-A-Y-A-L, Dawn Stenzlin with the news, Greg Stocker, the chairman of the board, Daniel Valdez, Anthony Terenzo, our associate producers, action-packed show today, Tony Bruno live from Florida at 820, we've got a shake-up in the house, Trump and Hunter in court, the Phillies win, I don't know what we're going to do for the next four hours. <laughs> Dawn, good morning. How are you? Good morning. Doing great. Dorenzo's probably very sleepy, very tired this morning <laughs> after a long night at the ballpark. Gregory, how are you? I've been better. I've been better. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. What? No, no, it's just the, 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 we have an issue with the... If, if you're looking for the YouTube stream, I don't think we're going to have it today. I apologize. Oh, no. Oh. So, what happened? Somebody didn't pay a bill. <laughs> the company credit card was declined, and unfortunately, the people who uh, you know do all of that are still sleeping. Ah, uh, because it's six oh three in the morning, right? And we uh, we started six a.m. <laughs> yeah. So getting anybody on the blower before uh, the not, blower. <laughs> nine a.m. is uh, not going to happen. Is not going to happen. That's so. correct. Because those individuals were they in the um, Odyssey box last night? I'm they sure, were at the fills. Yeah, I'm sure you know. they were. Yeah. yeah. Free cocktails. Nice. Yeah. yeah. We're we're here. Yeah. Before the sun's even up. The suits, they love to yuck it up. Yep. They love to schmooze. Yep. Which, by the way, speaking of free cocktails today, today is actually National Vodka Day. Did you know that? Uh, no. I've never heard him... Learn something new every day. I've never heard him more happy, don't I? I know. <laughs> it, is also, it is also National Kale Day. Not this kale, oh. but like the vegetable. Wow, okay. Yeah. Kale. Like the... Yeah. The green thing. A-L-E. That's correct. The way my name should be spelled. Yeah. And then everybody will be able to pronounce it correctly the first time they see it. So just download the Odyssey app. Yeah. A-U-D-A-C-Y. The free Odyssey app. Yeah. The free. you can get us there. Right. The free Odyssey app, much like vodka. Or no, it's not free. Well, vodka. vodka, I think think vodka. If I was president, vodka would be free. (laughs) But then again, I can't run for office yet. All right. We got a lot of good stuff to get to. So many big stories. Let's uh, get right to it out of the gate here on a Wednesday morning, 6.05, and we go to the great Don Stenzel. And good morning. It's a Wednesday morning, October 4th, Red October in Philadelphia. So we'll talk Phillies. We'll talk about the forecast, which is scheduled to be even hotter than yesterday in Philadelphia, feeling like summer, 15 degrees above normal weather for October. So maybe that's a good sign for us. Let's get to the news this morning. Um, a ma- Philadelphia police say a man was killed, a woman injured in a shooting early this morning in Philadelphia's Frankfurt section. It happened on the 4100 block of Tarsdale Avenue. According to police, it was a, a hookah. Am I saying that right? Hookah? Hookah yeah. lounge? Yeah, hookah, hookah lounge. lounge. Yeah. 
and is, you know, there was a crowd of people probably still celebrating after our Phillies win last night, crowd of people having a lot of fun. And unfortunately, a man there was shot several times, rushed to the area to an area hospital, and he did die a short time later. A 20 year old woman was also taken to an area hospital. She is in stable but serious condition this morning. So police still trying to solve this. Of course, there are no witnesses coming forward. So they're asking anybody to please call police. But we don't have a suspect. We don't have a motive. We just have a shooting and a dead man in Philadelphia's Frankfurt section early this morning. As far as that shooting near Morgan State University, police are searching for at least one suspect after five individuals were shot. So this is in, I know, I realize it's Baltimore, but it is Baltimore's Morgan State University on campus there or just off campus. Five people suffered non-life-threatening injuries. That's the report from police. And that happened last night near the university where authorities did issue and later lift a shelter-in-place order. So the suspect or suspects have not yet been identified. There were social media posts by some of the witnesses saying there were three gunmen, allegedly, who opened fire on this crowd of students. But we don't have that officially, nor do we have a suspect in custody However, they did lift the shelter-in-place order. Oh, that's good. Yeah, so we, the Baltimore police are not uh, giving much information out at this time. Baltimore in that area seems like a swell place to live. I might reconsider. <laughs> we have an update, and this is Pennsylvania State Police. They now say a 14-year-old was behind the wheel of a car that was stolen from Philadelphia and ended up in a deadly crash on the Schuylkill Expressway. So police say that the black Hyundai Sonata was reported stolen over the weekend in Philadelphia. So troopers spotted the vehicle on I-76, the Schuylkill, at mile marker 342.2 in Philadelphia. They spotted it. It matched the description of the stolen vehicle. And that's when they turned on their emergency lights, indicated they were pulling over the vehicle. The vehicle didn't stop, but rather sped away. Ultimately, the driver lost control crashed onto a concrete barrier, swerved, and then the vehicle rolled over multiple times um, up on that embankment there before stopping. So in all, four juveniles were in that stolen Sonata. They were all taken to Children's Hospital of Philadelphia. 15-year-old boy has since died. The 14-year-old girl who was driving the stolen vehicle is now charged with vehicular homicide, among other things. It's always a Hyundai. We've established that. They're like the most jacked cars of all time around here. And, you know, back in my day, we would steal each other's bikes when we were 14. Now we're taking cars and trying to drive them. Yeah, it's crazy. I I know we're going to talk a lot about the other two headlines, so I'll just headline these. Uh, Kevin was kicked out and Trump was gagged. Those are my two headlines for a gag order, a, a very specific gag order on Donald J. Trump by the judge in the case. And as far as House Speaker Former House Speaker Kevin McCarthy, I was watching all of this yesterday, and I wish that I hadn't. Yeah, why? why I know. Why? Don't, but yeah. I watch it so that you know everybody who's How, listening. You don't have to because I. You know it's you know it's hours huge. of my life. <laughs> like when, when Dawn is sending paragraph long text messages in the group text because Dawn never responds to the group text. I felt an obligation. <laughs> Dawn was reporting live from her couch. I know with a play by play. But it's like, oh, can we go for a walk? Yeah, I know, right? Ah, so uh, how, we'll we'll talk. We'll go through all of it yep. and 
you know, Greg Stocker has all the audio and all the highlights and the lowlights and whatever you want to say. I do want to point out two things of for Phillies fans. You can ride SEPTA for free after the playoff games. So uh, I just wanted to point that one out. The SEPTA is offering fans free rides home from Citizens Bank Park during the three-game series thanks to a sponsorship uh, with a, whatever, Citadel Credit Union. Not okay. By the way, Brazier didn't disappoint with who threw out the first pitch. I know. We love Reese. And it was, and it was a good one, yeah, too. Yeah. Hoskins threw it right down yeah. the middle. Reese Hoskins. Yeah. Uh, getting getting everybody emotional and also, you know, starting the the game off on a right on the how, right foot. How electric was that building last night? I, I've never seen... It was like I've Woodstock. Ne- I have never seen a stadium that reacts to... Games like Philadelphia, it's unreal. It's 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 crazy. Yep. I I would never want to be an opposing team coming to this ballpark. I wouldn't feel comfortable being there as a fan myself. Yeah, I know, I know. Like my knees would be shaking. Yeah, <laughs> they, they were saying they were saying that when Dan Baker was making you know the starting lineup announcements, you couldn't even hear them. I know. I, like it's just it, that's incredible. Mm-hmm. Well, Phillies, if you have if you're just waking up. Uh, our Phillies defeated the Fish, the Marlins, 4-1 to take Game 1 of the Wild Card Series. So Game 2 tonight, be there, South Philadelphia, Citizens Bank Park. And, of course, just like yesterday, the parties are, uh, right now they're washing everything. They're power washing so that it'll all be sparkly and clean. Yeah. But you can certainly attend the party mm-hmm. um, throughout the day. We'll have the rallies for fans who aren't lucky enough, you know, yeah, don't, you, have, don't have the tickets. You could tell last night right away, right out of the gate, Zach Wheeler had his best stuff. I mean, he was hitting 98, locating yeah. it perfectly, mm-hmm. and then he starts throwing that slider at 82. You have no shot as a, as an opposing hitter when you can't tell the difference in a 16-mile-an-hour pitch. You're just up there swinging and praying. Yeah. Zach it. Wheeler struck out eight in a sensational effort. There's the 2-2 from Wheeler. Uh, Aaron Nola tonight, though, so. Yeah, he needs I'm to do something. Yeah, I'm a little. I know. Let's, let's go, dude. Yeah. Yeah, he needs He needs. He's been here up. long enough. Yeah. But exciting. The fans are fired up. What a day. What a day yesterday. My goodness. I mean, news-wise and sports-wise. See that Marlins team last night? Like, why did the Phillies have so much trouble with them? I know. They're just a pesky team. Yeah. That's yeah. why I took up the Phillies in three, so that means the Marlins will win today, but I hope I'm wrong. You're going to be wrong. Yeah, I hope you're wrong. I'd be totally fine with that. Well, then you're going to owe me. That's fine. I bet on the game last night on the Phillies, so I'm hedging my bets. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you're ahead. Yeah, I'm ahead. Okay. Hmm. By the way, we have to talk about this one, that the um, it's being reported that A.J. Brown was drug tested. After his the, his last awesome performance. Oh yeah, just the random, just the random, random screenings. Wait, what? Yeah, because yeah. yeah. the, the NFL can come in and just randomly drug test you. So yeah. you know, it's, it always, they never drug test you after a three catch forty yard day. But when you had as many catches as he did against uh, Washington, nine catches for wow. one hundred and seventy five yards, two touchdowns, thirty four thirty one. You kind of looked like Terrell Owens today. Here's a cup. Oh, Drop man. your shorts and go. Wow. I just think <laughs> I think it's discrimination it's against the Philadelphia. Well, against the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, I, you know they what? always want to. It's it really. I know. If he tests positive, I would just blame him on, on, on climate change. <laughs> That's, what I would do. That's just me. Real quick, the forecast: eighty-five degrees, bright sunny skies. Much of the same tomorrow. Feeling like summer. That's the NBC Ten first alert forecast. So much more to talk about. 
That's Kale and Company News Live. All right, Dawn, thank you very much. 613 Wednesday morning. Let's get to a midweek big take. The Big Take on Kale and Company. All right, the big take this morning. Hit the showers, Kevin. History in the house. Kevin McAllister made his family disappear in the holiday hit Home Alone. But after nine tension-filled, stressful months, Matt Gates and other members of the GOP made Kevin McCarthy disappear as Speaker of the House. Here's how the vote sounded on Capitol Hill yesterday. Listen. On this vote, the yeas are 216. The nays are 210. The resolution is adopted. Without objection, the motion to reconsider is laid on the table. The Office of Speaker of the House of the United States House of Representatives is hereby declared vacant. An historic moment. For the first time in the history of the United States, the Speaker of the House has been removed. Now, McCarthy was destined to fail, in my opinion, and he was doomed from the start. Back in January, it took Kevin McCarthy 15 rounds to get the necessary votes to be the Speaker of the House after Republicans narrowly won it back during the 2022 midterms. And make no mistake about it, there's a civil war within the GOP, and the Republican Party, from my vantage point, looks completely fractured. Conservatives against moderates, a Trump faction against a rhino, hardliners opposed by swamp creatures. You can be thrilled by yesterday's news, you can be disgusted by it, or you can be embarrassed at what's going on. But any way you want to frame it, we have an unmitigated disaster before our very eyes. And it couldn't happen at a worse time. The Democrats have been hijacked by the far-left progressive radical wing of the party, and everything they touch policy-wise fails. They are old, they are inept. There are squad Dems. There's classic liberals. They've never been more beatable, and yet Republicans can't get out of their own way. The GOP, in many ways, is their own worst enemy. And I have no doubt that the House will flip back to blue next time around, and these political theater majors wasting our time, money, and votes will be the ones to blame for it. And with with Kevin McCarthy ousted, will anything change? Don't give me your feelings. Tell me what the new results will be. Sure, we can nominate this guy or say, I'd like to see that guy. But is anything else going to really change? Are House Republicans going to win any of these investigations? Or will we just keep having little pieces without connecting all of the dots to a smoking gun? I won't hold my breath. Matt Gates took a flamethrower to the Kevin McCarthy era yesterday. Watch. And from Florida. My colleague says we've passed the strongest border bills in history. Well, guess what? Look at the border right now. We didn't use sufficient leverage in the debt limit or in any other thing to actually get results on the border. The border is a disaster, really something I don't think you're going to be campaigning on, that you fixed the border. Second, you said you streamlined regulations. What the gentleman from Louisiana doesn't tell you is that all of the regulatory reform he was just bragging about is waivable by the stroke of a pen of someone in the Biden White House. Do you really think you've got anything for that? It's a total joke. And then finally, the welfare to work that the gentleman from Louisiana said we got. The welfare programs that they said that they streamlined with their welfare to work stuff, they're actually going to grow. Because while they did work requirements, they blew out those programs with expanded eligibility. I'm real glad you guys didn't put work requirements on Medicaid. It probably would have resulted in Medicaid expansion. And when it comes to how those raise money, 
I take no lecture on asking patriotic Americans to weigh in and contribute to this fight from those who would grovel and bend knee for the lobbyists and special interests who own our leadership, who have, oh, boo all you want, who have hollowed out this town and have borrowed against the future of our future generations. I'll be happy to fund my political operation through the work of hardworking Americans, 10 and 20 and $30 at a time, and you all keep showing up at the lobbyist fundraisers and see how that goes for you. I reserve. Once again, the chair would admonish those speaking from the floor to direct their comments to the chair. It's well known that the Florida congressman despises the now former speaker from California, but that right there is called a mic drop. Here's Gates when he was asked about his rage and his agenda after stepping outside and what he had to say yesterday. Listen. To whose benefit? People have called you a narcissist. People say that is to your benefit alone. Is it to the benefit of you and to Donald Trump? It's the benefit of this country that we have a better Speaker of the House than Kevin McCarthy. Kevin McCarthy couldn't keep his word. He made an agreement in January regarding the way Washington would work, and he violated that agreement. We are $33 trillion in debt. We are facing $2.2 trillion annual deficits. We face a de-dollarization globally that will crush Americans, working class Americans. Kevin McCarthy is a feature of the swamp. He has risen to power by collecting special interest money and redistributing that money in exchange for favors. Uh, We are breaking the fever now, and we should elect a speaker who's better. Okay, so Gates is breaking the fever, but now what? Weeks upon weeks of votes on a new speaker? Our nation's stuck in a state of paralysis as Sleepy Joe gets to stumble, ramble, and trip all over the country without anybody holding his feet to the fire? And, of course, Bidenomics, the border, and other issues that the Dems have completely bungled that will go unchallenged. And Donald Trump posting the following on Truth Social yesterday in the wake of McCarthy's departure, saying, quote, Why is it Republicans are always fighting among themselves? Why aren't they fighting the radical left Democrats who are destroying our country? End quote. So, Gates, you got your pound of flesh. Now what's the solution? Is it you? Is it Jim Jordan? Is it Byron Donalds? And will you deliver? Because I don't want to have a guy writing checks with his mouth, that his ass can't cash. And that's the big take. The big take on Kale and Company. All right, big take this morning. If you want to jump in, thoughts and reactions, you can do so. 855-839-1210. The phone number on social media at 1210-WPHT. A very historic day yesterday. And again, I'm all for the removal of Kevin McCarthy. Um, I'm not a fan of McCarthy. I'm not necessarily a fan of Matt Gates either, but what's the solution moving forward? Because you can complain, you can get somebody removed, but you better get results. 855-839-1210. And who will be the Speaker of the House as we move forward? We'll get into that. We'll have some thoughts and discussion. You can jump in as well at 855-839-1210. Nick Dawn and Greg, Kale and Company, underway on a Wednesday morning. We've got Bruno coming up at 825, and we're back after this on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. It's Kale and Company on demand from Talk Radio 1210 WPHT and the free Odyssey app. Still ahead, Donald Trump told to shut up or you're going to jail. Hunter Biden told to get a job and lay off the booze and the drugs. Just another day in America. History with the House. And also some local stories. Our brave, fearless Philadelphia mom speaking up. 
as she spoke with NBC10 yesterday. And also, we've got an update on the Perky Omen Valley School District with that staged walkout that we gave you about a week and a half, two weeks ago. So uh, we will get to all of that as we continue this morning. Nick Dawn and Greg here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Uh, also on the free Odyssey app. No YouTube today. It'll be back up tomorrow. Um, so people that have been tweeting, uh, Newman Price uh, thought maybe Stalker had a zit and was out of Clearasol pads, <laughs> which is why maybe we took down the stream. But no, I'm just kidding. That is not the case. Uh, oh, oh, I yeah, I didn't. I didn't make you never said it. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, Stalker did uh, not. No. Otherwise, we'd have to have a live pimple popper. I, hey, I kind of like those shows. I know. Uh, I'm, I'm a obsessed big, with. I'm that a big Doctor Pimple Popper fan. Mm-hmm. Um, although they still do the shows outside in the parking lots with masks on because they film in California and they're crazy out there. So, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> so, Dawn, yesterday historical day. Uh, not 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 only historical from the standpoint that Dawn was active on the group text, but. <laughs> Actually historical because Kevin McCarthy is removed as the Speaker of the House as the final vote was 216 to 210 in favor of McCarthy's ouster. Eight Republicans voted with every present Democrat to vacate the Speaker's chair. And this was one of those days where you could see tensions were flaring. Uh, There was speculation throughout the day. Uh, And obviously emotions got the best of a lot of people during an hour of debate before the actual motion to vacate after 11 Republicans voted with every Democrat to advance the measure. Um, So, Don, I want to get your thoughts and reaction, because I feel like there are some people today that um, are of the belief of, I don't care who the speaker is, I just want results. There are some that are taking victory laps, that McCarthy is gone, and of course we're playing the game of who should be the next speaker. So uh, I know you were consuming a lot of it live in real time, so your thoughts and reactions to yesterday. Well, first of all, some of the observations as far as, because they had one hour, they were on the clock. And so you constantly saw that, and just for the visual, if you weren't watching, Matt Gates. They made him stand over by the republic by the Democrats because I'm looking and I'm like, why is the you know the brother lover and like some of the you know why why is why are they behind? They physically made made him speak in front of the Dems. You could see Ilhan <laughs> Omar sitting right behind <laughs> exactly. him. Yeah, and so like, did they actually make him? And they did. They made him stand over there with his little and do his work there. So mm-hmm. there was a lot of petty stuff. And my so every time somebody spoke, they'd go, how much time do I have? He was, even though I understand that the content of everything that Matt Gates said, I do agree with. Mm-hmm. The, omnibu- the, omnibu- the omnibus bill that they passed yeah. was absurd. And we, we kind of, you know, felt this was coming because I, in every interview that I do, that comes up. Because, for example, when we talk about the turbines, off the Jersey Shore, sure. and how the Biden administration wrote into that. And this is what the environmentalists are upset about, just to give you like a local example. So every, before they can even you know, do any of the work, they have to cut deals with oil, oil lease companies, like in the Gulf of Mexico or here. There, there's so much money that they weave into it. Like in the fine print, when you get a credit card and oh, nobody yeah. reads it, uh-huh. that, that's what that bill is all about. And it's very voluminous, too. It is. It's like a thousand pages or something <laughs> crazy. Like <laughs> no. I was trying to, I've tried to go through it and just even cherry pick as far as local issues. So that's just one example mm-hmm. of something that locally people are very upset about that any Republican would have you know, signed on to that huge bill or credit rating for every dollar spent right now in the country, half for every tax dollar. 
50% is spent by the government. I mean, it like, it's crazy. Right. And so we should be talking about the Biden administration, inflation, all of that. But instead, it's it's basically like watching somebody go through their divorce. Mm-hmm. It's okay to go, yeah, we're going through divorce. Everything's amicable. Well, it never is. It's it's messy. Right. That's what I felt like. I felt like I was watching somebody's actual divorce. You <laughs> can relate. <laughs> right? Yeah. And, yeah. and in front of the kids. And the kids don't want to see it. Right. It's, and, yeah, good. So that's ultimately my takeaway first of all matt gates got to the point where i was just like stop talking because mm-hmm. somebody would speak and he go well he better blah, 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 and whatever you know i'm not i'm not putting down the overall feeling that republicans never should have passed that i'm not putting down the overall sentiment that i think we all feel that we do want to get rid of the swamp but it was really public it was really ugly and now republicans look like a hot mess yeah and by the way, I started thinking, you know what? Here's the deal. Nancy Pelosi, and I know that was part of the deal, that she would never, she would, if she had been there, she was at, at Diane Feinstein's funeral in California, but she would not have voted because she had a deal with McCarthy that they wouldn't vote each other out mm-hmm. because of decorum, whatever. So that kind of makes you feel like, all right. I mean, that's, they're right there's the swamp. Yeah. I did feel sad for McCarthy when he came out like a, like a guy whose wife had dumped him, and he was sad. <laughs> he had, and he was staring down at his lap was, most of the time, and he was just dumped, and he was I'm sad. Not run again, and he but yeah. he was eloquent in what he said. But within what he said, mm-hmm. he confirmed. Yes, he talked about the institution right. and the swamp, and he confirmed that for those of us who feel like there's. He was a little too swampy. But there's a lot of people that are in 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 support of Gates's bravado and his you know strong conservative values mm. and what he stands for. Because there, I remember years ago, this had to be 10, 12, 15 years ago. I remember seeing on the internet, it was almost like a digital billboard, the future of the of the GOP, and it was Paul Ryan. Kevin McCarthy, and there was a third individual. This is when they were much younger. They were the up-and-comers in their late 30s. And now all three... I'm drawing a blank on who the third guy was. It was McCarthy, Paul Ryan, and somebody else. And now they're all out and basically have... Like, that era has come to a close. Oh, John Boehner? Another speaker who they... Okay, it might have been him. No, no, no. It It was was a young guy. It was... um, Oh, my God. I can picture his The guy with the the black hair and glasses. Yes. Um, Crap. Yeah. Somebody, 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 somebody on Twitter. Yeah. I'll let it somebody know. on Twitter. But yes, I, yeah, I've seen this. this. Is Paul Ryan? It's it's young, young guns, yes. young, young conservatives. Yes. I remember um, that. Like I don't know. This was like maybe right around, right around the first Obama term. It or was. Something. It was the guy who was basically uh, popular for a cup of coffee. I yep. forget what his name is. Yeah. Everybody loves to say, oh, here, here comes the next wave. This is yeah. the future. And then next thing you know, a couple of years go by or 10 years go by. And then that era comes to a close. Gates saying that chaos is Speaker McCarthy. Chaos is somebody who we cannot trust with their sword. There were also chants of shame that erupted uh, on the uh, House GOP side of the chamber yesterday. And then one Republican lawmaker shouted at Matt Gates saying, quote, you're no martyr. So here's the thing. And this is the thing that's really frustrating about this is while the Republicans are a complete mess, as I said in the big take, Democrats are failing with their policies, but they're a dramatic disaster as well. Think about this. In the last couple of weeks, we've had the Democratic chair of the Foreign Affairs Committee who is charged with taking bribes from a foreign country. A House Democrat stalled a House proceeding by pulling a fire alarm. Gavin Newsom is appointing somebody from Maryland to take over Dianne Feinstein's spot. 
Hunter Biden's in court for a felony gun charge. And uh, we just had another Democrat uh, member that was carjacked. And this was recently after they voted against stricter laws in the Washington, D.C. area for things such as carjacking. So, mm-hmm. you know, it doesn't matter. Like, the Democrats can't be sitting there feeling great about themselves. Republicans are a disaster. It's really like a, it's like, it's, you know what it is? It's a bipartisan cluster F right now yeah. on the Capitol. It, is it Eric Cantor? Yes. Is that the, that, that, the cover of the yeah, books? Yeah, where go. they said the future of the yeah, Re- yeah. Republican Party. Yeah. But so ultimately, I think I'm not opposed to the fact that they would have that privately. And they would work that out privately. What I fear with all of this, because the Democrats are always on the same page. There there was word that some of the Democrats would not be for that because they just don't like the decorum, etc. But they couldn't. It was too delicious. It was too rich. And look at that. All the Democrats, what did they do? They came together. Mm-hmm. And, vote, and voted with eight Republicans. So they yeah. all decided that as a group think. And so now what they're probably conspiring and that's what I fear is that they're looking at all the rules because this is how they this is how they go. This is how they roll. They're looking at all the rules, figuring out how can we get the speakership. Mm-hmm. And then then everybody's going to go, oh, mm-hmm. this was a big mistake, because right now you have the interim. You know, you have an interim. McCarthy basically is like the, filling in on his own old job until they figure all of this out. They want Steve Scalise. Mm-hmm. God bless him. I mean, we, we you know, interviewed him and talked to him after he was shot. Now he has blood cancer. Oh, yeah, back in That's, August. Yeah. That. Yep. So th- I know they love S- Steve Scalise, but if they love him so much, he said, don't do this. Yeah. He sp- gave an eloquent speech and essentially said, you know, don't do this. I just, to me, it was so, it was just, oh, God, it was so painful mm-hmm. because it it's just, imagine your parents Get it, having a huge fight in front of you and going through the divorce proceeding right in front of you. That's what the Republican Party just did. Yeah. Total, and, total and, mess. Right. And it's so publicly, it's like, ha ha. And you just allow your political enemies to gloat in that mm-hmm. and then also to plot against you. And so that's the piece of it that I hate. You know, what's funny is, is that I, I heard a lot of people, uh, say, who cares if we don't have a Speaker of the House? Who cares? Uh, I, and I, I... Look, will government go on? Will everybody's lives be fine? Of course. Yeah. Like, this isn't... You know, there's going to be a Speaker. This isn't going to be the end of the world. But you have to remember, the Speaker of the House is is, is the third in line behind the Vice President mm-hmm. to take over yeah. when Joe Biden kicks the bucket. Yep. Uh, you know, because he's 81. Mm-hmm. And Kamala Harris, uh, you know, smokes herself to death. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean? It it actually is a very important job. Yeah. You know, like it, it's not just um uh you know uh, this this figurehead title. Like mm-hmm. it's actually a very important job. Yeah. That that requires somebody to really be there who 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 you're you trust. And it requires a lot of work too. Yeah. It's you know, if you're if you're looking, you know, just to get an easy work schedule in, in politics in the government, uh being the speaker of the house is not one of these I mean, yeah, it's a cush gig, but there's a lot of grinding and a lot of long hours and negotiations and back and forth and you know, that's why I said last night on Twitter um that you know, you can sit here and throw out like I, I saw people throwing out Trump's name. I'm like, Trump Trump's not gonna be a speaker of the house. I, I was gonna play that Hannity <laughs> Hannity uh 
uh, floated, you imagine? floated his sources. <laughs> yeah, last night. Uh, my sources are that Donald Trump wants yeah. to do it. Who, who's floating that source in Donald <laughs> yeah, Trump? Yeah, exactly. I nominated Rich Scioli. Yeah, I'd be, you know what? Let's on do Twitter. it. That, yes, that <laughs> would be did... fine by me. I, at least I would know he's in it for the right reasons, right? Um, <laughs> Nancy then, Pelosi was evicted from her private office. I saw that on the in they, post. It, to the, for the interim house speaker. That's correct. Evicted. I, I would throw out two names, and now the one, the second one I'm going to throw out is becoming popular in the last 12 hours or so, and sources are saying it could be uh, a, a distinct possibility. But I've liked this individual for months, and I've, I've made uh, no bones about it on the show. Uh, Byron Donalds from Florida, uh, 44 years old. He's been involved, obviously, with the Hunter Biden probe and the Biden impeachment inquiry. I played some audio of him last week when he was you know, laying out those flow charts. And you know, Byron Donalds comes from a, a banking and financial background. Uh, so he will be my number two, a little inexperienced, but I have no problem going younger. I think we need an injection of youth and energy, and he always comes off very well in any type of presentation-like setting. Uh, but I would probably go Jim Jordan, number one. He doesn't want it. I know. They wanted him last time, remember? I, but I, I, you know, the way he's handled some of these big tech investigations and the censorship with social media... There's been a few guys since uh, January, and I know Rand Paul's a senator, but the way the way Rand Paul has gone after Fauci, the way Jim Jordan has gone after you know Silicon Valley, and the way Byron Donalds has kind of gone after the Bidens. Um, so if Jim Jordan really doesn't want it, okay. I mean, he would be my number one, but you can't force the man. Uh, I'd go Byron Donalds. I really would. And you look, you know, let's let's call it what it is. He's very talented, but it would also get under the skin of the left. Because the left does not like when an African-American is a Republican or has conservative values. And, oh, by the way, the left has played the DEI game. They're playing the checkbox game, right? Yet all they have are people like, you know, no, Diane Feinstein has passed away now. John Fetterman, Joe Biden, on down the list. And we've talked about this with debates. Look how diverse the Republican Party is. Nikki Haley, minority female. Vivek, minority man. On down the list, Tim Scott. And then here all of a sudden comes Byron Donalds, which, by the way, then, if they do nominate and, and you know Donalds wants it and gets the position, I, would this be the first time in the history of the country that both uh, majority leaders are African-American? Because you have Hakeem I, Jeffries on one side and then you have Byron Donalds <clears throat> on the other. I believe so. I think that would be a, a first in this country. So if Jim Jordan doesn't want it, Nick Kale votes Byron Donalds. I, I just love Florida politicians. Between Trump, DeSantis, Donalds, on down the list, Matt Gates. Florida seems to be where it's at for the Republican Party right now. And speaking of Florida, so when all this was going on, Cavuto, who's um, was, I know, I'm sorry, Greg, I was, I had to watch all this stuff. (laughs) But Cavuto interviewed Ron DeSantis, and it obviously was a pre-scheduled interview. So DeSantis's people should have just gotten him out of it, I guess. Because he was trying to play both sides, mm-hmm. but ultimately he said, "Well, before I was before it was popular to try Not to stirred. yeah cancel out McCarthy." Um, he said that he battled with him and that he was so he he didn't strongly say this because he never strongly really says anything. He was trying to try to just campaign for himself, I guess. Mm-hmm. But he he. Um, I was a little surprised. He essentially was saying that he was supporting Matt Gates. Yeah. But you notice with DeSantis, the way he toes the line with ripping other Republicans. Like, you know, Trump doesn't care. Trump will take a flamethrower to somebody within the GOP and not think twice about it. DeSantis 
I don't know if it's weakness or it's to his credit. And maybe it goes to what Trump just said, you know, on truth about why are we always fighting within the Republican Party? We should be focused on the radical left mm-hmm. portion of the Democrats. Yes. To, to that to that quote from Trump, I give DeSantis credit for that because DeSantis really keeps his eye on the ball, so to speak, with going after the people that you're supposed to go after, which is in some regards why he's been at least early on in his launch of his campaign. He was very hesitant and skeptical to step in the ring and really throw barbs with Trump. So we could call that weakness, and maybe it is, and clearly his arrow's pointing down, but to the, the point of like not getting caught up in the hysteria and staying with the, your eye on the prize, I give DeSantis credit for that, even though I know you said he was kind of endorsing Gates without doing so, and you know, like the passive-aggressive nature doesn't mm-hmm. resonate with a lot of people, so... Kind of an interesting point there by you. And sure. then and then the one surprise, the eighth Republican vote I've surprised me, and that was um, Nancy Mace oh, of yeah. South Carolina. Right. Remember, you played the sound of her. She's the one who, <clears throat> before the prayer breakfast, she's rather blunt. She A lot of people really like her. Yeah. But um, but she she was the eighth Republican vote. Okay. That kind of sealed the fate there mm-hmm. of McCarthy, and I think a lot of people. I was surprised. I was like, oh, you know, the other ones. I did Representative Andy Biggs of Arizona. He spoke, and and he didn't. You know, he didn't surprise me. But they were not. You know, you think about um, Chip Roy, mm-hmm. right? Who we talk a lot about Texas, Texas. Chip Roy. He did not vote. To oust the speaker, so they were not the boat. You know, they were they were not the usuals. Let's mm-hmm. say correct. This this was a, a different crowd because they keep saying, "Oh, the radical right." This these eight are a bit different than the normal mm-hmm. you know folks that we talk about. I just thought I'd you know mention that. But yep. Nancy Mace was a bit of a surprise. Right. Just just so you guys know, according to Politico this morning, uh, well, actually late last night, mm-hmm. Olivia Beavers, she said that uh, <laughs> I. I did you pause? Jim Jordan paused for effect. Jim Jordan is entertaining a speakership bid. Okay, yeah, he, okay. but I he I don't think he wants it. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. I look if it's Jordan or Donalds, I, I'll take either one of them. Those are those are my top two. I was so I was so deep in it last night that I had the Wikipedia pages up for the House and the Senate. <laughs> and I'm scrolling down and I'm writing down names to put my power rankings together on my pad. Power and then, rankings. And then I had JD Vantam, and then I like Dawn corrected me. She's like, Yeah, he's a senator. I'm like, All right, scratch him off. I'm all over the place. I got the Phillies on one TV. I've got my GOP <laughs> power rankings, and I was sober too. By the way, I didn't even have a cocktail, so it could have got oh, yeah, a lot cause worse. Because you, you were probably you said Crenshaw because you were watching because he's been very critical yeah yeah on instagram and i was looking for young guys too because crenshaw's 39 years yeah. old by the way and so is jd vance yeah same age as me i don't know maybe i'm doing something wrong and matt gates is like 40 41 yeah yep all right 855-839-1210 if you want to climb in we have some local updates two stories over the next 20 minutes or so our philly fearless mom speaks out from that horrific scene with a guy jumping on the back of her windshield with her kids in the back of the car we will get to that audio and also the staged walkout at perky omen valley leads to common sense science victories when it comes to bathrooms we'll get to that as we roll on kale and company back after this this is the kale and company podcast from talk radio 1210 wphd and on the free odyssey app hey don't be frightened it's the fifty thousand dollar trick-or-treat treasures at parks casino win and you'll have a close encounter with the creepy claw machine winners will be selected every 20 minutes 
Friday, October 20th. So much fun. Earn entries now through October 20th for your chance to play the creepy claw, the claw, with the $50,000 trick or treasures only at the number one casino, Parks Casino, P-A-R-X. Parks has the hottest entertainment, 3,200 state-of-the-art slots, 115 table games, Joe Conklin's Comedy Night. I just saw Joe the other day at work here. He's such a great guy. He's so funny and has all kinds of new material coming out, uh, as well as at Parks, the best local bands every single weekend, only at 360 Lounge. So some headliners coming up. Comedian Michael Blaustein, October 20th. Howie Mandel, November 17th. Air Supply, November 18th. Aaron Lewis, November 30th. Parks, the ultimate destination for action, excitement, entertainment, plus, you know, free parking, valet parking, electric vehicle charging stations for all guests. Parks, Casino, and Sportsbook, this is how you win. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Wednesday morning, here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT, Nick, Dawn, and Greg. What's on the cut sheet coming up at 7.45. And we do have breaking developments here in one major aspect or component of this program Uh and this production. Uh Uh-oh. Coming up at 7 o'clock. Yes, it will be hour two. Yes, Dawn will have the news. But we will be back up live and running on YouTube. Oh, wow. The suits woke up early. Well, thanks for telling me because i got to finish putting my eye makeup on. Same here. (laughs) I'll do my hair during the next break. Up how do you have? Everybody was so relieved when they're like, "Oh no, YouTube this morning!" Oh, thank God! <laughs> and I was like, "Nope, sorry guys, I'm I'm getting everybody out of bed early, yep. and we're gonna fix this." Yep. And this was actually this was audio in the production studio as yeah. Greg was calling Odyssey Philadelphia upper management and leaving voicemails. Where are you? Hello. <laughs> You're not wrong, my friend. <laughs> luckily, luckily, our our tech team here. Yeah. They they respond. Yeah, they they respond. You can call them at any hour, even if they went yeah. to bed at three a.m. Sorry about that. Yeah. Um, and they will they will they will respond. Yeah. So I appreciate well, that. A lot. Dave Scalish. A lot, a lot of times he's here. He's the one I'm right. So he's to. Yeah. he was our he, early riser. He was the, you know, he was at the Phillies game. You know, the yeah. the broadcast last night. Like, <laughs> well, it's, it's one of our great engineers. He's got to be on standby at all times because either Zioli or I could break a microphone. Yeah, at that's, any true. that's true. You know, that's true. You that's just right. never know. Stop playing with it. I know. Stop playing with that thingy over there. Just leave it still. <laughs> And it won't break. All right. 855-839-1210. So we have two local updates to get to. Uh, I want to save the the fearless Philly mom in the audio. We'll do that on the back end of Dawn's News in the 7 o'clock hour. But, um, you know, parental rights and school choice and, and the, the battles going on, uh, you know, whether it's Bucks County or elsewhere, is certainly one of the uh, topics uh, and a topical talking point that we discuss a lot on this show. And we talked about the the staged walkout by the students a couple of weeks ago at Perky Omen Valley High School. Uh, and we showed you the video and all the signs and people lined up in the parking lot. Well, in a stunning reversal, Pennsylvania School Board bans boys from using girls' bathrooms following the a student walkout. What <laughs> yeah. a concept. We're banning boys from going in girls' bathrooms after the successful pressure campaign was pulled off. So in a stunning reversal on Monday, the Perky Omen Valley School Board in Montgomery County passed the policy, which applies to the use of restroom and locker room facilities in the district's four elementary schools, two middle schools, one high school, and the lone K-12 through academy by all of its 5,000 students and 760 
staff members. So this was something we were talking about in and around 9-11-ish. It was probably about two and a half, three weeks ago. And finally, uh, it seems like common sense, biology, and science have prevailed. And it, this is a great victory. Uh, forget whether you're a conservative or a Republican. If you just look at it from a through the lens of common sense of boys can't become girls, no matter how hard they try or how hard they want to be a girl. And if you're you don't even need to have daughters to be of the belief that, you know what, I probably shouldn't have a ninth grader that's a man that is by by definition when it comes to his gender or his sex, a man going into a female bathroom. But Dawn, it took you know, four hundred high school students, mm-hmm. you know, exercising their, their right to free speech for common sense to prevail. It's sad it got to that point, but it's a victory nonetheless. Yeah, and I'm glad they did it. I think the important piece of the story, and and we keep we keep getting every once in a while we'll talk about this, and somebody will say, "Oh, you know, this is really this is a rare thing." So what happened? And I don't know how they. How, I think this came about because a girl came home from school. Remember, we played the sound. I think from the dad. Yeah, Mr. Jagger. Right. J a g g e r. And so dad's like, "What? There was a boy in your bathroom? I had no idea." I we how often do we say pay attention these policies are are across the region across the country it's just that people don't know about it and until something happens like that people don't think oh that's not happening here guess what check your policy at your kid's school <laughs> yep you know and that's what they did they did they weren't even aware of it and so now you had all this pressure so now they're basing basing it on anatomy at birth mm-hmm. is the actual wording in that yep but good, good. Yep, I agree. Look, uh, it happened Monday night in a five to four vote. The board passed policy seven twenty. The board members who voted in favor of the policy were Matthew Dore, Don Fountain, Kim Mayers, Jason Saylor, and Rowan Keenan. The district now required to quote provide access to multi-user facilities for students based on their sex. In all school buildings in the district, restrooms, locker rooms, and showers that are designated for one sex shall be designated for use only by members of that sex. No person shall enter a restroom, locker room, or shower that is designated for the use of the opposite sex. And they define in their policy sex as, quote, the biological sex classification based upon chromosomal structure and anatomy at birth. So if you're born with a penis, you will stay in the men's bathroom. If you are born with a vagina, you will stay in the woman's bathroom, regardless of what you think you are or what you aspire to be. However you are born, you will use the facilities designated appropriately. I, I mean, what, 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 a, what a concept. 2023, it had to get to this. And then we get some uh, some students that wake up, and then we get a vote. And it was a close vote, as I said, 5-4 uh, for policy 7-2-0. But it's not over. No, of course, it's never it's over. not over. Well, never gonna be, it's never going to be over, sadly, Dawn. Lawyers are already speaking about this and saying that this is not appropriate, and it's banning kids who have a, a certain gender identity from using the bathroom that they identify with. Yes. And so this will this will go this will probably this this very local case could end up in the Supreme Court definitely. because they've are these cases we've talked about have already been in the in the uh state courts. Yep. Yep. So this our local case could end up 
in a SCOTUS ruling. WFMZ-TV, which is up uh, in the Lehigh Valley area, uh, reported that a number of LGBT activist board members and members of the public characterized the return to normal as an attack on transvestitic students. So there we go. There's that keyword attack. Transvestetic transvestetic students. Wow. T R A N S V E S T I T I C. Transvestitic. Right, cool. I think I got that correct. Yeah. Transvestitic. I haven't okay. heard that one. In a while. I've never heard that before. Yeah. It's an attack. Everybody's under attack. Wow. Okay. All right. I'm under attack. I can get to break. Or stalker's yeah. going to throw something at me. <laughs> Ninety seconds late. Exactly. Eight five five eight three nine twelve ten. The number. Fearless mom in Philadelphia. She speaks up after standing up. Next on Kale and Company. Start your day with Kale and Company, weekday mornings 6 till 10, on Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, and the free Odyssey app.